I would pay probably upwards of 100 quid and watch Eric Cantona walk on stage, put his collar up, say the seagull's line, and then just stand there for an hour and a half. OTB AM, live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. OTB GAA, the football pod on Off The Ball. In partnership with AIB. Proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. Hello there, and you're very welcome along to episode 25 of the Football Pod with Paddy Andrews, and yes, he is home from Vegas, James O'Donoghue. Jimmy, before we get into Vegas, and before we get into the football, we would like to wish you a very happy birthday on the Thanks pod. very much. 28. Still. Still. Late 20s, late 20s. Nice. You're looking. <laughs> I feel it. You I don't right? feel actually 28 today, I feel 128 today. But not. You look better, Jimmy. I was expecting you to be like dragged through a bush here. Like you pulled it together. To be fair, to you. how long are you how long are you back from Vegas? Hours. Matter of hours. Is that all? Uh, twenty twenty eight as well. I'd say. <laughs> 20, no, but just over twenty four hours. Yeah, maybe twenty eight, twenty six. Twenty four hours. hours. And come here. You were attached to GA Go over there, right? Oh, I got back cool. just in time for the football bonanza. In just in time to lose oh, every ounce of water out of my body twice, I'd say. <laughs> I would imagine so. Before we get into the football, Patty Andrews had one request and one request only. Go on. And it was that you would give the listeners at a pod a story <laughs> from Vegas. Give us something. Oh. We're not looking for it all, just a little bit of something. A little bit of something, something. She's like, I, I genuinely with, don't with think I can remember. young listeners here as well, though, Jimmy. It was just, it, it was a one day trip to Vegas, which lasted 96 hours. It was just one day... Pool parties, nightclubs, casinos, all of the above. <laughs> Anything you'd expect from Vegas, it was there. I can't actually give one you've story. Just, like. You've just morphed into every intercounty manager <laughs> this summer. Now. You're just lying to our faces. Yeah. Like, you're a disgrace. Uh, An absolute we can't disgrace. Blame it. We can't blame. Of all the bets you put on last week, oh, I sure Jesus as hell hope man. that you didn't put on the accumulator that you two geniuses put together last week by backing all the favourites. Predictions, Three, I told you. Get rid of the predictions. Yeah, we should never, ever Three, do that. Yeah. By popular demand, we are ditching the predictions. Three out of eight came through. To be fair to you, I'd say with a couple of minutes to go in all of those games, they were probably on, on route to being right. But the drama, lads, the chaos, the, the craziness, the fact that people had their destinies in their own hands. We had so many last moment frees that either went over, just trailed wide or dropped short. It was absolutely insane, Paddy, wasn't it? We said it last week. Finally, the championship has got to start. It just took five months and about a million matches, but we got there in the end <laughs> yesterday. And again, yeah, we said it. We didn't expect much from yesterday. I think the GAA can kind of really vindicate it that this structure seemed to work. I still think, although yeah, yesterday was brilliant, in particularly three or four different games, the drama in the last couple of minutes, I get that, but I still think it's a flawed system. I still think only two teams should go through. Um, but yesterday was, it was brilliant because the football championship needed it. Everyone across the board, like the, from Kildare winning in Tullamore, we were in Breffley Park ourselves. Like Tyrone were inches away from going out of the championship altogether. Then we had the drama over in Carrick and Shannon as well. So it was it was brilliant for the championship now we see the draw this morning we were waiting for this thing to kick into gear and it is full steam ahead for the next five weeks until the all Ireland final which is brilliant because it's been slow Class. and it's needed it but it was a shot in the arm across the entire championship Jesse which is brilliant we're delighted we want it to yeah. go well we're not just being negative bastards like. and in fairness in fairness yeah, no, to no, Diego whatever about the quality oh. of the matches the quality of the interviews have been phenomenal <laughs> First of all, Jack who, who McCaffrey. Jack McCaffrey, who? first of all, sticks a dagger on Paddy for being in the media. <laughs> then the boys get Davy Burke to say that Roscommon are going to win the All Ireland. And no, on the weekend, that was Mark. That was the weekend, brilliant for Mark. Paddy gets done for his teeth by Kilkenny. Uh, I must say, no, whatever about anything else, the interviews in Diego have been ten out of ten. <laughs> We've a bit of a laugh, I have to say. But we got Kilkenny over. And I was laughing afterwards. It was like. Do you know that old showbiz saying, like, never work with animals or kids on live TV? <laughs> and we seen it, he was wa- walking across the pitch towards us, and the smile on his face, he was ma- he was ready for action, yeah. and I was like, this is going to be a shambles. Like, 
I did enjoy him starting off by literally listing off every sponsor he has. He was just looking around the entire stadium going, I oh, know those guys, I know those guys. Yeah. But it was good. And then, do you know, we Desi Dolan over as well afterwards. Yeah, that was great. Uh, that was which was very good. And th- that was, again, be fair to Mark. Mark got Desi over, he'd known very well. Obviously, after a really, really tough, like 10 minutes beforehand, they were literally through in the championship, then the last kick from Hesland or knocked out. But no, we've enjoyed doing it. Uh, we've got a hell of a lot of stick for it, but uh, I think people are slowly, slowly warming towards Diego. We're getting there in the uh, end. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> Plenty uh, more of these interviews to come. Those, uh, those post-match interviews are class. We saw RTE try it with Damien Comer as well, and they had Kevin Feely up at the weekend. It's not the same in RTE, though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Too, too vanilla. I don't think too so. vanilla. Yeah, yeah. It's six or down <laughs> the middle from RTE. <laughs> no, Wyndham Clark. Wyndham Clark from RTE. Uh, Kevin Feely's interview, and it was interesting listening to Ben McCormick talking about it afterwards as well. Like this Gildare team, I, I feel like we've all tore our hair out at times watching them and looking on. We've seen how well they performed against Dublin twice, and then they went out and they seemed to not perform anywhere close to what they could have done and then at the weekend they had there was just everything you want from a team from Kildare like they had the clutch moment at the end Flynn picking out Feely he kicks that bloody free on his left foot and listening to him afterwards talking about how he didn't have a speed so he worked so hard on his left foot he's right footed taking frees with his left so Shane Walsh that was a phenomenal that, free that scored but the catch the catch as well like, the everything catch. about it was it was like an NFL killer. Yeah. he it caught an NFL it move. we were actually we had it on on the on the screen as well because obviously the throw West B game which we were at was coming down, down, to the, down to the wire as well and he caught it and you're just thinking he's probably going to have to go short here he, he's not, or is he going to go outside of the right I was even thinking inside the right when I saw him I was like can he curl this he's, line, he's lining it up on the he, left he, and we're like oh this yeah. is ballsy what a score I feel he's had a bad run of it with injuries lads like, yeah. yeah awful awful run of it seems like obviously we're playing against him a lot but seems like a really good lad Gent, and, yeah. and what a moment for him yeah. and look, hold my hand up I had no time for Kildare um, seen them a lot this year but that is a massive win and of all the upsets you look Cork beat Mayo um, obviously Armagh nicking it against Galway with Rubens free at the end that w- Donegal delivering Donegal delivering there was kind of we, we said that would be probably tight uh, the Donegal Monaghan game on Saturday night but I did not see Kildare beating Ross Cobb yeah. That was the way the Rossi, everything that we'd seen the year today from the Rossies and from there, um, but there were value for it. And like that, I sp- we've slated this championship structure, but for that, for Kildare to get a home quarter fi- or preliminary quarter final now, out of absolutely nowhere. And Kerry, probably the biggest winners of the whole thing. You're taking, absolutely. they're under the cash and now they're straight through to the quarters. So, yeah. what a weekend, but yeah, special mention to Kevin Feely, what a score. Well, I'd say the Kerry, yeah, the Kerry dressing room would have, and I know Jack said it in an interview, but they would have thought that there was a small chance of Cork, all right? Do you know, I think that. Mm. Do you think? A small Just chance. Mayo a small in. chance, yeah. Just because it's Mayo, like, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and even the way that Lowe nearly yeah. pipped Cork. Do you know, they, or pipped Mayo, I mean, that they did kind of maybe yeah. take the eye off the ball in that group when they, after beating Kerry. So. I'll tell you what, though. A dangerous thing giving Cork a bit of confidence and a win like that because that win that championship win and setting themselves up now to go into Porky Cueve to have a primary quarterfinal against the Rossies mm. you look at That'd be a good game how, though, how, how, how Cork are feeling now going into that game Kevin Walsh and Cleary they're getting a bit of backing they're getting a bit of joy out of the system to put in place who are we to doubt Stephen Sherlock coming on as a yeah. finisher when he comes on with 20 minutes to go and scores 1-5 like unbelievable how they managed that game at the end yeah no in fairness to them they did a great job Like, and to leave Sherlock on the bench takes takes balls by them because they don't have that much they don't have shooters yeah they right? don't have that much else on, on, in there but they were six down they got the dodgy penalty Sherlock steps up and I know that you, you can say look they got the dodgy penalty that still needs taking and scoring away. Look, look what happened to Galway and Shane Walsh that's not a gimme like you have to actually step up and, and show a bit of mental strength to slot that away so for him to do that and score a couple of points in play no it was it was all on Sherlock and fairness that I'd give that win to him a brilliant performance by him yeah I, I, I give credit to Cork for turning that around 100% but you cannot get away from the fact that with 13 minutes to go Mayo are 6 points up they don't score again for the rest of the game that is unbelievable for, for a team and this is not an inexperienced team we keep saying this for them to lose control of the game and we've spoken on this pod before about trying to control momentum 
when the pressure comes on because when they're getting to this stage of the championship and now from next weekend knockouts they're the top teams it is an, it's inevitable at some stage of the game your, your opponents they're not a terrible team they're going to have some period of purple patch you need to try and control that and for Mayo like 57 minutes on the clock and they're 6 points up and Brian Hurley's going to have to pitch for Cork I mean mm-hmm. what odds are you getting on them not winning that game and for them not to even score they have a bit of a systems failure the penalty I agree is soft I don't think that's a penalty at all and to be fair really he pushed them in the back I don't think that's a penalty I think it's very I think soft. it's a crazy decision by the defender I think Colin O'Callaghan is running into 6 Mayo defenders he actually has nowhere to go. He's, go, he's going I'll tell you, when, I don't when you think run, When you run into six defenders, there is only one place you're going, and it's Stone. Like, that <laughs> yeah. is... Yeah, but he's like get, there, you've no he other, gets pushed, though. But you're uh, going to take some sort of... of if you it. run into a group of <laughs> Don't people. get me started on the refs. I'll go, I'm going to come after the refs in a minute now. But that... Uh, I don't I'm think that's the refs. But if you run into a group uh, of defenders, okay. you're going to get some he sort pushed. of a touch. You're going to fall over. It's a forward... It's a forwards tackle by a defender. He's pushed. There's no need. It's a I would say it's sixty forty <laughs> against. I can understand that it was given, but it was harsh. I would say if you're under receiving okay. it. You reckon that? You reckon there was somebody in the year saying we screwed Cork over last week? Let's give them something <laughs> this week. They weren't no, screwed over just, last week. I know. I'm only joking. Um, yeah, the game management is a massive thing for Mayo. Like that. That like Stephen Cohen goes off. Yeah, big leader uh, for them. Yeah, I get that. You know, big leader. And I thought this was interesting too, right? And I'm, I'm going to come back to Mayo with this point. But Tyrone obviously rest Darren McCurry with a view to... They knew they were going to be second or third more than likely with a view to keeping them fit and fresh for their next game. Galway start the game without Damien Comer mm. and Dylan McHugh. I don't know how bad those injuries are, but you can... We don't know maybe, if they're resting though. Do you reckon they're resting teams when they're not... Maybe, maybe, like Tyrone rests McCurry. Like, I, I couldn't believe McCurry wasn't in the starting lineup, And then we seen him in the warm-up. We're going, what is going on? There's no way they've dropped him, surely. That maybe is a ballsy But they had to get time into Rory Canavan as well, didn't they? There yeah, does come a time where you protecting. have to, to play your, your bench. They were, they were going to be knocked out. They were going to be knocked out. They thought they'd wipe Westmead. They did. Oh, they did. They got they did. it wrong. They well, thought I, that. The point I'm making is because, and we, we've said this word, and we're not going to mention this word again, lack of jeopardy, because maybe teams didn't possibly cop the ramifications of what was going to happen here. Mm. There was an element of protecting the players that, you know, possibly had nick, nicks or niggles. Mayo made a decision to let Kenny O'Connor go away and play 60 minutes of club football on the Friday night. Talk about leaders in that Mayo dressing room. If you had Killian O'Connor on the pitch for five minutes at the end of that He'd game, got one. Yeah. would it have been a better use? Would it have been a better use of his time? Do you think he would have scored in those last thirty minutes? He'd had a shot anyway. down well, or shut it, shut down a kick out. And now, well, and this is like the, there's an element of misfortune in it for Mayo that they lose that game and then it's fine lines just yeah. by chance they have to be drawn away to Galway next weekend. It's all till that is like it's great for us as the neutrals looking in. You've got a couple of unbelievable knockout games next weekend off the back of this but if you're a Mayo fan I mean you've had a bad run of it for the best part of a decade but to throw that away with the position they were in and now the position they find themselves in going into next weekend yeah it's the definition of textbook Mayo like to be (laughs) National League winners nearly All-Ireland final All-Ireland favourites and then to just throw it away in the space well, of 13, 13 minutes. But the, 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 the steamroll carry by a million points yeah. to kick off this All-Ireland series yeah. and you're thinking, whoa, these guys are back. But to be <laughs> fair... For it to finish the way it has for them is... The way that Mayo play... It's the not way finished. That, no, it's not finished. It's not I finished. know. The group stage to finish the way it's finished for them is... Are you trying to put a positive spin on this, Tommy? Because that is... No. You'd be so no, boy out of But they didn't no. practice what we said was their main flaw. They can't attack against a pack defence who work hard and are centrally based. They couldn't get out wide, couldn't get shots off. So they, they're, they've uh, Jimmy, actually... Uh, on, on that, Jimmy, I, I just, there's a couple of times, I think Paul Flynn actually did a piece on it last night, or something. you can see they are trying to work on this. I don't know. They are, you can see, there's a couple, like Jordan Flynn gets a score in the first half, Ryan O'Donnell as well. You can see the shape they have, where they're trying to keep the centre channel clear. And that's the first stage of it, to actually have the right shape. And we actually seen it when they played Armagh as well, earlier on in the National League as well, up in, in the athletic grounds. They're getting bodies really wide, they're getting bodies really deep, but they can't help themselves from trying to run through the middle. See, And that is yeah. the, there's no point in having all the stuff out on the sideline and doing it once or twice, which they did yesterday. They get a couple of scores and going, yeah, that is really good against the set defence. 
but they just fall into their old habits. Do you know what it is? They can't help themselves running straight through the middle and it's like, it's a turnover every single time. 100%. The forwards are in the right positions, right? But because yeah. they've been so reliant on their defence for scores for so long, the boys are coming up with, you know, Paddy Durkin, yeah, Loftus. They're going, I'm going to yeah. kick this going out, run through the middle, turned over, going the other way. But like, so Every time, every single time you go through the middle, yeah. forget about it. So those defenders who are now going to be part of this new, say, tactic against defensive teams they're going to have to completely change the way they play they can't be running into those central channels they just have to give it mm. give it wide which is it's alien to them but it has to happen but you nearly say like Paddy Dirk is a really good shooter you go Paddy just play at left half forward when, when, when we get into this position and the team our opponents have 13 guys back because they're going to face it in Salt Hill on Saturday and if they don't figure Sunday. it out or Sunday if they don't figure it out in five days time that's it for another year for them Get your shooters on the arc and just have to be patient. Yeah. But but the idea yesterday, there's times where they did it and you're going, okay, it's clear they've spoken about this. It's clear they have the basics of what's required, but they can't help themselves. But going through that centre channel, and that's against Cork, and no disrespect to Cork, brilliant win for them. Cork are not going to win the All Ireland. You know, the challenges for Mayo are going up and up and up, and it starts at the weekend against Galway. It's what's the gap? It's just between... a, a disastrous 15 minutes. Yeah. That, that could cost them the entire season. What's the gap between the prelims and the quarterfinal? Two weeks. Two, it's week, week after week. It's oh, week one week. Now, baby. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So, Armagh, Arma, Derry, Kerry, Dublin now have a two-week break. Yeah, which is yeah. invaluable. It's invaluable. It's incredible. The difference that makes to how your season looks from here on in. But it, it's For those guys, it's the quarterfinal and then the semis are two weeks and the final is two weeks. So, yeah. so that's their... That's their battle rhythm from now until whoever wins it but for everyone who's in second and third place you've these couple of weeks again after a heavy couple of weeks as well and there's not like the big thing you look at Galway even yesterday Sean Kelly was leaving on crutches I believe was it crutches? yeah okay. I read something today crutches and it, now it could be precautionary what a player he is for them <laughs> like yeah. these are the things we knew would come down would happen with this championship structure and that's, to be fair, that's probably the risk. We'll we, we rest some guys, we'll try and manage it as best we can. The teams are trying to figure it out as much as anyone else. It's their first go at it. But I thought, like, like Tyrone and the Curry thing, I couldn't believe that. I, I don't think Tyrone have the luxury of doing that. Galway perhaps haven't won their first two games, and, and we're definitely true, at least. You could say, mm. okay, we'll rest these guys, but what a, what a great drama this weekend but what a weekend we have set up yeah. for this weekend with the knockout games it's can I, can I make the point right and I know we're all getting used to this format and the teams are obviously figuring it out too but I think next year when teams are here they'll be like well look how Mayo and Galway had the fate their fate in their hands in the final round of games and they, they mismanaged it we won't let that happen next year I wonder will will the emphasis in those final games be a bit more teams be a bit more aware of it and Paddy if we didn't have three teams going through and this is just to stick up for that for a moment we wouldn't have Galway Mayo this weekend no no I accept that but so maybe there is a case for it hold on a sec this is recency boys kicking in here T we had a brilliant day yesterday yes what about the previous five weeks yeah th- no definitely definitely there was, it was a slower build up but like that's the fact that the provincials are there too you know there's a lot to iron out here I think there is do, some do, good do you think they here. won't tweak this at all for next season oh they will oh for next season so, so for next season do you think it's going to be no we did it in 2023 we're doing the exact same three teams are going to go through I'd have to double check it I have a feeling that this is set for a year or two or it could be three years so they don't even have a choice of changing it same, I'm not sure they, they could obviously bring it up oh. in special congress I think the yeah, I'm not sure there'll be any big changes. There could be small tweaks. I don't think there'll be any big changes. Uh, look, I, I agree. I enjoyed yesterday as much as anyone, and I can't wait for this weekend as well. That's great. But you can't just turn around and say, oh, the whole thing is perfect now. To GA, we're yeah. masterminds. No, they're, no, they're no, no. Not. We're, not, we're not saying that, but there was something in what we're, we're seeing. Like, there's something different here. One thing that needs to be improved on, and it was different, obviously, for different broadcasters and different stations, and it's very difficult when you're covering a game live, but surely there's technology somewhere that can be implemented in the GA League Tables account on Twitter had the live permutations yeah. going as the games are going on like when you were listening into the the end of I was in the car for the end of, of the Galway Armagh game and throwing West Me game I had to pull in and get the phone going in one hand to watch one of them get another phone on Twitter to see what the score, story was at the tables you know it was we should like, be doing we should be doing a Let's Talk Saturday style show like this yeah future yeah <laughs> I'll tell you, you go money baby we'll do it 
<laughs> AIB are going to sponsor that for us possibly good idea good there idea but yeah no some crack and we're going to get into all that now in the next little while to give you the results of the weekend Derry were already through they were back clear by 6 points 119 to 113 bit of big news off the back of that Seen Colin that. Collins yeah. announced immediately after the game that he was finishing up his tenure over Clare after 10 years as manager a decade in the game the longest serving inter-county manager at the minute it's some stint that he's put in and you've seen all the messages that have come out over the last little while Paddy when someone like that is kind of given so much and has, has brought so much to the table can he just be allowed to you know go away and enjoy a, a nice quiet private life now with a GA or do you just do you just allow him do you just allow him well, to go well he doesn't owe anyone anything like that's you look at the responses from everyone who's played for him and any we would have come across him a couple of times we obviously did a couple of training camps and Claire would have played him in challenge games and stuff and he would, would have spoke, spoken to him with a cup of tea when he came on this show obviously a couple of years ago as well it, just absolute respect across the board from every his players his current players his ex-players opponents what a job he's done we speak about like managing the Clare football team is a tough job the reality is what what is success what's the definition of success when you're in the Munster Championship with Kerry um, you're in lower divisions he never once uttered any kind of remarks about that he said what are the players have I, what players have I got what have I got at my disposal and let's go and make the absolute most of this got Clare promoted to Division 2 kept them there for years couple of seasons they were one game away from getting into the top tier couple of Munster finals All-Ireland quarter finals you could argue that that is as successful as Clare could possibly be under his tenure and they keep coming back and they, they obviously lost a couple of players players stepping away but he kept putting the shoulder to the wheel unbelievable respect for Callum Collins what he did I think it was universal praise across you see the, the tributes on social media and things like that and for him if he doesn't want to even look at another football ever again that's completely his choice because he doesn't owe well, anyone anything I can confirm he's uh, taking training tomorrow night in Cratlow so, <laughs> well, there you go. so today with you now Tommy Jesus exactly. how would you feel that how would you Poor feel that, that gig though I mean that is they are big boots to fill that is going to be a very for Claire, t- for Claire. Who, who comes yeah. in very tough job because seeing as everyone has yeah. so much respect for Colum and that he's done such an unbelievable job it's so hard to follow that even we saw in Limerick this year when we, Limerick lost Billy Lee and that was only Billy Lee yeah I, he wasn't there as long as Colum Collins but I mean they, they found it very hard to fill that and the players found it hard to change it's a very good point I would say one thing though like Colum Collins was involved in Clare football at minor level and underage level before he took over the job I can't imagine he's left this place you know, high and dry without having a there's a plan in place, there's a lot Succession. of good, very good football people. Succession but plan. there's a lot of good very good football people in Clare. The underage structures, the S and C development that they put in place in the county is come on unbelievably amount uh, in the last couple of years. Like Gary Brennan I'd recommend yeah go and have a read, wrote about what it was like in the five years before he came on board when they regraded the leagues. Clare ended up in the basement division for five years before that. They couldn't get out. Yeah. Um they had legends as managers. Paddy, Mick O'Dwyer had been in before that. A couple of other really, really impressive managers. They were doing really well at club level. Camaria Bricken had been yeah. in uh, All-Ireland Finals and it wasn't clicking at county level. Obviously, the Hurlers had won All-Ireland in 2013 off the back of that. So to be able to just bring that level of consistency and, and quality to the table was just unbelievable. I thought Owen Cleary's statement kind of captured it, uh, his captain. You gave us hope, you made his dream, you filled us with confidence, the ultimate player's manager. Thank you for everything, Colm. You are a special man. And as the old saying goes, we were never playing for Clare. We were playing for Colin Collins. Ah, that is so, nice. That's a nice statement. Know, yeah, a nice way yeah. of putting it. There yeah. you go. Uh, we'll be back right after this on the football pod and we will be going through next weekend's preliminary quarterfinals. We will take a look at the Talchon Cup semi-finals, where we've got a, a Royal Rumble of a derby. Andy McEntee's Antrim are taking on Mead in Crow Park and down and leash. Upset the odds this weekend to make it through as well. The Football Pod is brought to you every week with thanks to AIB, proud sponsor of the Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. We'll chat to you in a moment. You're very welcome back to episode 25 of the Football Pod with Paddy Andrews and James O'Donoghue. James, there is a certificate in the post for you this week. What's that, Tom? Go on. You passed your punch <laughs> exam. I had a great weekend, I must say. 
I knew I, I just played the long game of Cork I knew there was something brewing there <laughs> and I took an unmerciful amount of stick not only on this podcast turn off his mic not only on this podcast but outside of it and sure enough they came good I, I was playing the long game and not only that you're some strategist isn't exactly. he exactly I was playing it for this day I High also level. said that Derek Canavan was going to be Top top one of top players. This we year. Are I said I said we, player we to watch. Go. No, I said player to watch. I said he is going to be head and shoulders above the rest. Sure enough, kicks ten points this weekend. It was all aimed towards the eighteenth of June. There you go, James. Paddy, you have to give him credit for that. Jimmy's playing chess. We're all playing chess. <laughs> That's the game. Look at what a man. High level in fairness, strategy. In fairness to Cork, though, in they fairness. have improved like week by week. I mean, they started off by being beat by Mead in a, a shocker. And they... <laughs> and look at me. Hey, hold on. Mead are an attack. I know, but that was a bad day for Cork. But since then... Since joking. then, they've come it. on and on and on. Rattle Kerry Would you f- beaten Mayo. I think... I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule them out the weekend. Would you... you that's what I was going to ask. Do you fancy them at home to the Rossies? The Rossies have been trending in the right direction pretty much every week this season, even some of the defeats in the National League. Did the Rossies get a bit carried away? <laughs> <laughs> they had themselves, they, they had the hotel they? booked for the final. <laughs> it's, usually me, it's usually me sticking the knife in on the Rossies, but we'll let Jimmy do it this week. No, I'm only joking, but that that will be a close game. I know that. Like Cork will, Cork will bring a crowd. They'll sense... They'll sense a chance of victory, definitely. Like, even in that Kerry game, you could feel the crowd get more and more involved when it got a bit yeah. tighter. I think that they, they'll yeah. think that they can win this. And they need the crowd to win it. They need support. The Rossies will travel as it well. Parky Cueve, what a, what a venue as well for it. Savage field. Hopefully it'll be a nice weekend with the weather. Big crowd. Isn't that a nice weekend for the weather? Well, it's certainly not supposed to be. It's given rain a go in Mayo on Sunday. Well, do you know what? So, uh, bad weather could even sue Cork, the more I think about it. But I, I would not say with any confidence who's going to win that game. Question. Go away Mayo was on Sunday. Yeah. On what? On RTE. No. RTE have been granted a bonus game in this, this year's right. This is a disgrace. Game. This is a disgrace. What? This is an absolute disgrace. That was GA go written all over it. You're getting, you're getting the Celtic Cup game, I think. Uh, Did you just throw your pen across the table? This a la is Emma an outrage. <laughs> outrage. The nation's platform has been shafted there. Who made that call? Give me his number. I'd say it's Larry. You have him speak. Larry. Larry, I'm never doing another draw with that fella. So that's that's the only game on <laughs> Sunday then for the All Ireland. No, you got yeah, the, ta- you got your ta- yeah, you got your Talchin Cup the finals. Draw, yeah, so it's uh, it's Mead and Antrim at two o'clock. Yeah. We'll be coming back to these in a little while. Down and Leash at four o'clock, and Galway Mayo sandwich in between an RT one at three o'clock on Sunday. I'll be there actually in Pierce Stadium. So very nice. Be fun. So that'll that'll be fun. Rossi's Cork Saturday. I think that'd be a really good game. I. Rossi said a bad day yesterday, but you've got to. That doesn't just like, throw away an entire season. I no, it they does not. have to bounce back from that. But like we said, they lost to Clare last year in the before the quarterfinals. A bad result for them down in Crow Park. Brilliant for it's Clare, but for the Rossies, you feel there's a different energy about them this season. Davy Burke has been telling people there's a different energy about them this season, and they have to bounce back for their own credibility, their own mentality, all the work they've done over the last six and a half seven months surely they're going to bounce back and get a result against Cork this yeah week. it's going to take it's like, going to take I'd good say- management from them to actually bounce them back now because they've they've almost been on on such a smooth just been no real yeah, setbacks, yeah this is a big one this they, is a they big lost setback. the Galway they lost the Galway in the Connor semi-final and came back and put in a really good performance against Dublin in the first game of the, mm-hmm. of the All-Earns they only had time they had a couple of weeks to do that this is like Seven, six, seven day, six day turnaround. Um, there's no way they expect it to be in this position. No way. What's the obsession yeah. with giving man of the match to losing players? Enda Smith has won it three times in a row, and I'm not saying he didn't deserve he it. He is a well, super player. Man of the match one of the days, and they yeah. won actually against. He Lager. is. I think. I'd say. The, the, do you see the yeah. point he got from the? Yeah. Was he in the second half. Thirteen. Oh, from the his from the left, the end. That mean, the the left corner forward position where he kind of he was kind of going to give it to the runner but then he took a step back he had to sort his feet out and just put it over from a tight angle 
unbelievable. That was the level score. of the game in the like in the so game. much skill yeah. and class involved in that. And his finish for the goal, in all fairness, keeper, great finish. Keeper didn't cover himself in glory, but still a very good finish to no. open the body. Anytime you open the body, shows a bit of class, I think. Cliff did it against Leon yeah. as well. The same yeah. Caliph and goal, not really a goalkeeper. It was a bit too easy. Just looks a bit easy, doesn't it? He like, just set him down. Still well, a very, a bit of class. The thing about it though, he's going at full pace, and I thought it was quite telling. We won't come back to Peter Ganavan uh, omitting all of Dara's points and showing him missing a shot from 21 yards. But he said, do not underestimate that finish from mm. David Clifford. Of course Peter Canavan said that. Mm. He is the perpetrator of one of the greatest All-Ireland final goals of all time. We, yeah. Coolly rolling, slotting the ball into If you the ever do that finish yeah. in training, you'd always say, Canavan. Do you know? He, d- he has <laughs> defined that finish. It's a class, class. Yeah, I tell you, J- Jimmy, he, o- he owns it. I'm not going to give you the full credit for the Cork one, but for Derek Hanavan, I was there yesterday watching the game. Tyrone were pretty poor in attack. What a performance by Derek Hanavan. Yeah. He, like, he, we knew the talent is there. He obviously had an impact role two years ago in winning the All-Ireland in 2021. We said we're kind of waiting for him to kind of step up and compliment McCurry. He, he's an exceptional player, mm. lads. We were watching him and it was like, He'd be an absolute horror show to Mark. Like he's so sharp, he's hardy as well. Like like he wins shitty balls that are difficult to win. He's like we said this about Ian Burke. He's nearly a ball winner as well, mm. even though he's not massively big. But he's so elusive. She's poor old Kevin McGuire got the runner out. Oh, where's he basing himself? But I think I think anyone. He was inside yesterday because McCurry wasn't playing. So Tyrone, I, I think Tyrone were really poor yesterday up front, and, and they missed McCurry. They're still trying to bring in, you know, Conkel Patrick and Brian Kennedy in and out of kind of different stages in play and trying to hit long balls into them. That didn't really work for him yesterday. They had Maddie Donnelly kind of inside with him at times. Maddie Donnelly didn't really play well yesterday at all. Couldn't get into the game. It was only for Derek Hannafin throwing around the championship yesterday. Mad, you know, yeah. There's absolutely no. He but was his, he his was control, t- Paddy. Like his right foot, left foot. Yeah, just. that's he's so his balance, his agility. He's an absolute horror show to mark. Like. He's just so, so sharp. And you could see he was confident. Yes, he just clipping scores. He was a... That, that's big responsibility on a young man's shoulders. But look, he, he's probably well used I'd say to he it. loves it, yeah. But he, I'd say he thrives in it. But, but you're looking at Tyrone again yesterday. And it was like, they have a really good goalkeeper. They have an exceptional midfield. The two boys at midfield are, I'd say, the only, probably the only two who are getting back to the, the All-Ireland form of 2021. And they've got... McCurry, if he's fit, and whatever was going on yesterday, I'm kind of an inside. They tick a lot of boxes, but there's just something not happening for Tyrone. We were like we've been waiting on a lot of teams to put their put their hand up and put out a performance, and we're thinking yesterday with Tyrone, is this the day? And it, and it wasn't at all really like like, like they easily could have been out of the championship, but I don't think the Tyrone ever think- turn up though. In, in those kind of games and hammer someone like a Kerry Wood or a Dublin Wood no you know? but, but even Jimmy it's just like you're looking for a slickness Something, a cohesion yeah. and attack really solid at the back they, they, none of those things they, I was just like I was trying to figure out like well, what are the positives for Tyrone to take outside of an exceptional individual performance from Canavan and there's no yeah, I suppose that's the disappointing thing that they conceded 18 like that's that's good kicking 18 points Westmead left and a few behind yeah, as yeah. well and, and lads of all of all the clutch free takers in the country like you back John Heston we had like he's done it nailed on to kick that and it was yeah. a t- like it, it was a tricky free he put it he put it on the, the side he should have put it on like he probably put a bit of height into it it was late in the game it's a very different free though oh it, it, it is but, but him Jimmy he's top it's yeah. we were like it was myself Murphy and O'Shea looking at it and it was like every one of us nailed on he's getting that You'd have back I think Desi, I think, think Desi Dowell was the camera was cutting to him on the side. It was like he's thinking he's nailed on to get it. Like of all the players, but it's not just an, an, an average free taker. It's Heslin, and it looks good when he kicks it, and it just trails. It didn't come it's in. Just, yeah. I, but I think at the time he kicks that, I think Galway are still drawing with Armagh, so I don't think Tyrone would have been out at that point. And then he misses that. Grugan kicks his free, and then obviously the late drama character challenge. Shane Walsh then misses. Shane Walsh's free was harder and it was a lot further out than Heslin's but but for Westmead what a they, they, were, they were ahead in all three of their group games at half time put in Paddy, big performances and just little breaks mm. 
Are they are they the poster boys of the new format? Talchin Cup winners twenty twenty two. They're getting championship games this year. They're competing. You know they're they're not getting yeah, over the well, line, well, but they're growing. We expected that from them, didn't we? Like we said at start, the, the surprise for me was that they didn't get out of Division Three, yeah. which was was the surprising thing. New management team, maybe through uh, that taking a while to settle. I I don't know. It's just like we're like looking at our match victory yesterday. Like McGinley, they, they've been so close in a lot of big games, but just didn't get any luck. Yesterday was their moment that they, they mm. finally won a big, big championship game. For, for Westmead, there was a couple of games in the National League where they, 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 the games won and, and late rallies cost them that. I thought it's as difficult a group as they could have got, really. But I, this is where I heavily disagree with Jimmy. Jimmy wanted to cut it down to eight teams in the championship. I didn't agree with that. And I, I think th- there should be four groups of four. And I think Westmead and Cork kind of show that. But Westmead... Like they're still in Division Three next year. That that we asked Desi Dolan afterwards. Like the priority, they have. They are a better team than Division Three. They've shown that in the championship. They need to just hit the ground running and make sure they blitz that division next year. Because we've always said they've technical players: Ronan O'Toole, Ray Canal, and Heslin, obviously, and these guys. It's just oh, inches, inches, big decisions. Like you think the first day of this group, they go up. They should have won in Armagh in the athletic rounds. Yeah. Armagh get a fortuitous goal. The kind of the Reno Neal shot drops the turbo. He pokes it in, and then yesterday again, um, they've made progress, but th- they'd be disappointed today that they're out of the championship. And as a whole, yeah. th- you feel they, they probably deserved a little bit more out of their twenty twenty three campaign than what they've got. Luke Lachlan swung yeah. over a couple of very nice points as well. Yeah, th- th- ended with four. And they got good players. Yeah. They have the really good football. players. Good forwards. Yeah. If you have the good forwards, you have a basis for something. Yeah. You've got a chance. I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't see the Conkle Patrick, Kevin Maguire incident live. Where <laughs> Patrick is true on goals. He gets clattered and taken out a of a stone cold stunner. He gets a stone cold stunner as he's running through <laughs> on goal. Someone texted me and said, uh, Will you please ask Paddy Andrews to read the rule book? Blah, blah, no, blah. No, I will never so, read the rule book. Relax, no. relax, relax, relax. So I went. The I went. And I had a oh, look, hold on. Hold on. But I went, I went and I had a look at the incident and next thing, I tweeted what I thought of it and your man tweets me down saying, you eejit, you need to read, read the rule. Who is this guy? Block that guy. Uh, I, I don't know. Block don't that know. guy. But listen, listen. Um, apparently, apparently, it's like the apparently kid, technically, the rule is because Kevin Maguire is an evil genius and he like tried to clothesline him across the head yeah, and take no. him down, right. it was a yellow card and is I wasn't... It was denied. Well, what was the, have you ever read the rule book last night in the midst of watching Rory McIlroy have a shambles again, Tommy? What is I the did. rule then? What? How the is rule is the rule is that a black card foul can only be one of five different things, oh, okay. and Kevin Maguire's foul five. and Kilpatrick couldn't meet that. I'm going to need a, a second. But hang on, it was a different uh, um, section of the rule for the the carry penalty. It was any. It was an offence well, committed inside the twenty-one. Denying a goal scoring opportunity. Clear, clear scoring goal. It was the definition of that rule. No, not clear. No, 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 no. It apparently, again, apparently, it wasn't. My source because rather than it being a cynical foul, this is classified in this. No, I disagree. We said even on this last week, it had nothing to do (laughs) with being cynical. Disagree. It's black and white. It's it's a definition. What are you saying on cynical? It's a definition. Are you saying it doesn't need to be? It, and in the rule it doesn't need be to be cynical it's a, it's a foul denying a goal scoring opportunity inside the 21 it's black card penalty all day long but, but How, still, are we I don't say, disagree with you I we, don't disagree with the merits of your point question but it's not wrong. wrong are we trying to say Kevin Maguire's tackle was not cynical yesterday is that what no, you're no it was cynical but that's not in the rule bit that doesn't matter it, it's it exactly it was cynical, but not in the eyes of the GEA black card rule. It wasn't cynical. Okay, the rule that so you you're said allowed to come in and try and decapitate someone as he's clean through on goal is actually allowable. We'll just give a yellow and tap yeah. it over. That's that's what Goff said last week on air when he was doing media. Goff said that Sean Powder would be better off punching Paul Ganey in the head, getting <laughs> a red card. Did he say no, that? No, but like, but like, you have that example. He said punching Ganey, getting a red card, and it would have been a free, a fourteen-yard free, and it wouldn't have been a thing. James, no point in reading the rule. No, this I read is the it rule. Last no. I was corrected. This I was corrected so live. If, so, if so the rule is committed an attacking player yeah. who is denied a goal-scoring opportunity. Then a penalty kick and a black card should be awarded. I don't understand where the confusion is. That is the definition of it. It's more Stonewall than the Ganey one. 
I, is this I'm Larry McCarthy again? Are we going after Larry? This is the second time tonight. I don't know. Larry yeah, ring Larry. We can't. Well, I'll, ring him. I'll ring him here we now. Can't, we can't blame Larry for that one. Larry, but have we, you got like, five minutes? But there's a flaw in the rule if that's not the yeah. black card penalty. Absolutely. Flaws in the rule. But I tell you what to do, referees in this country and in this sport, a lot of help will be if the GA come out and just found a way of cleaning up the amount of rules. This game should not be so complicated to fish. To officiate, you know, and if there's another give respect, get respect campaign, grant, yeah, go fix I'm it, make it easier them. for them, give respect, make get it, respect. but when you say, make it easier when for you the say referees, pull him down, right? So if he had grabbed him around the waist rather than around the neck, that was a black card, then, yeah, that's that is seemingly so. That is that's it's, it's crazy. Stuff. So you can come in and do a flying karate <laughs> chop, and that's not. So that's the game. What are we going to see this weekend? He's on the ground now. Oh, yeah. No oh, from the th- right <laughs> off the top rope. Like. Um, so Noel Mooney, good call. GA rulebook. Sort yourself out. I don't All know. Right. I, I thought it leaves a sour taste, doesn't it? A bitter aftertaste. You don't have to apologise to any referees, Paddy, do you? No, absolutely not. You can keep waiting. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> No way. Okay. No way, man. Let, let's move from Tyrone Westmead onto Donegal Monaghan, another game you were watching. Tyrone have drawn Donegal now in Bally Buffet. We have yeah. watched Aidan O'Rourke uh, get this together with Paddy Bradley and, and his team up there yeah. in Donegal over the last while. Uh, Paddy McBurty was. Uh, who was he chatting with? Who was on with Paddy McBurty after the game? I can't remember who was doing it on GA Go. Can you remember who was doing the interview with McBurty afterwards? Ashling, no. No, it was with another player. I can't remember oh, now, but they were uh, Brendan McCall got man of the match. McCall, exactly. Yeah, I gave the, him man the, of the match. Really well deserved. It was a great call. Thank you. you were, were you impressed? You were impressed with Donegal. I I was I was surprised at the game. There were two late changes from both teams. Paddy McBrady was mm. named to start and didn't start, and Shane Carey was named to start for Monaghan and didn't start. Yeah. and it was two sweepers who went in Oren Doherty for Donegal and Darren Hughes for Monaghan and we were like, oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is going to be a ten-eight match. Um. And it was a, such an odd game, right? It was a beautiful evening up in Alma. Both teams were playing 14 men behind the ball. And I don't think there was one contact tackle in the whole first half. There, there was like 20, I think the score was 13-9. Mm. So it was 22 scores in the first half. Every time a team attacked, they were kicking the ball over the bar. Despite team, both teams having 14 lads back inside their own mm. 45. So it was just... They were trying to play a defensive style and it was so, so passive. Remember we seen uh, Monaghan do this in against the Derry, yeah. against Derry. They had loads of lads back doing absolutely sweet fuck all. And that was happening again. Um, but that suited Donegal, to be fair. They were kicking some lovely scores. Daryl Whale, Ushin Gallen, who, who's kind of, ever, we know the talent Ushin Gallen has mm. because loads of bad injuries, just can't get it together. The last kind of three or four weeks, we're starting to see him get a real run of form. I thought he was very good the other night as well. Um, he ran out of gas towards the end of it um, but Donegal it suited them it was score for score it was a really entertaining game if being quite low on intensity and things like that but for for Monaghan like that's a big loss for them like, they'd done a lot of hard work to put themselves in a really strong position in, in the group um, and they'd be disappointed with that second half Jack McCarron he went with Jack McCarron this time and to be fair horses for courses I agree with all that stuff but a fella scores 8 points from play you probably have to play him the next day this is the, mm. the conundrum that uh, Corker got to face with Stephen Sherlock with Brendan McCall at Jack McCarron they kept McManus on the bench and just that scoring threat they just lacked that little bit of edge up front Monaghan um, which we felt they might Donegal probably to be fair they did lots of good stuff from where they were 2 months ago but they ran out of gas after about 50 minutes. Yeah, Paddy McBride comes on for Ushing Gallon and they were hanging on. They lost all their shape. They were kind of sitting back and it was the clock that nearly saves them in the end. Um, they get a big score off another questionable free. Uh, Rory Beckham comes out and there's a collision around midfield and Sean Patton, to be fair, nails an unbelievable kick. I did not think that was a free and I tell you, not a lot of people in the whole stadium thought it was a free either. The shoulder, the kind of shoulder. The shoulder, yeah, and I can think, I can, in defence of the ref, because you know I'm always on side with the referees, um, I think he thinks Began blind signs him, which, yeah. I, I, which I have strongly come out against. I've been on the end of them. I, I don't like that type of tackle, but he doesn't. It's just, Began just has more strength and gets there. Bigger man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for that free, that, that turned out to be a massive turning point. But for Manahan they'd be kicking themselves but I think the, the first half it was just low on intensity from both teams and that played into Donegal's hands really. I think 
What the, was the, even the way that that game has panned out? Like Monaghan are still fine. Like they've they're after drawing Kildare away. Yeah, in Tullamore. Okay, so in Tullamore. Well, I mean that's not a bad draw necessarily. Whereas yeah, Donegal yeah. Tyrone, I know they're at home, but that's a difficult game. They're both difficult up. games, but the loser of that game didn't really get anything that worse off. I don't no. think. No. It's, it's not season Do you, know what, you don't though? feel it's season yeah. but for Donegal I'd say it, it's a big momentum for Donegal have had yeah it's huge for Donegal players. definitely yeah they've had a, a howler of a season on off the pitch and to get that bit of momentum and, and to win that game they'll fancy it against their own boys as well they will fancy yeah. that up in Bally yeah. Buffet what a win that could be for them as well but do you know the other thing with the draw was looking at the division three, the, the third pot teams are all division one teams yeah you know, which is such a surprise. Again, you wouldn't yeah. have called that. Roscommon, Monaghan, um, Tyrone, and Mayo. Mayo, yeah, Jesus, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, all in pot three, like so. But for Monaghan, I agree, it's not season defining. That's as you know, not to rain on Caldera's parade, but that's as good a draw as probably you could have got from Monaghan's perspective. It's in a neutral venue, really, because obviously Newbridge is closed. What's Tullamore like? I, I think never, that, I was never there. Yeah, it's a nice, nice pitch. Yeah, you're kind of wondering what the crowd will, will there get a big crowd behind them they obviously haven't travelled well after it's been a stop start season but that win against against the Rossies they could get a big following there for Saturday night they need them like yeah. teams need their crowd now because it's going to come down yeah. to the last five or six minutes in every game the game's game. going to be yeah. tight yeah. and you're going to yeah. be like get that wave of enthusiasm off your crowd if if there, if you can hear the clapping in the crowd and there's only a couple of token gesture supporters you're, you're going out <laughs> you're going out everyone's in this together at this stage when it comes to knockout but isn't that a big advantage for Jody Gall like Bally Buffet will be rocking at the weekend mm-hmm. they've had a tough year across the board the supporters will come out big time the fact that it's against Tyrone they won't fear Tyrone and we said Tyrone have kind of Stalin Tyrone haven't had big yeah. support at all this year they, like the, even in their game no. against Armada it was Brentley Park yesterday was soulless in Brentley yeah, they Park need, they need to come out now do you remember Armada did it before I think it was before the Galway game in the quarterfinal last year last year in the quarter and they said lads we need the colour we need the noise come on this is huge for us and they did the stadium was absolutely yeah. unbelievable yeah, it was, it was that, rocking yeah. and it went to penalties it was sensational that's what Tyrone need they need to get yeah. the crowd back on side yeah, 100%. So they're, they're the first three of the four preliminary quarterfinals next week. Cork was common and Parky Cueve. Donegal Throne and Bally Buffet. Kildare Monaghan is going to be in a Connor Park Tullamore. All those three are on Saturday. Before we get into Galway Mayo here, let's just talk about our math for a second. Because, Paddy, you mentioned the slice of luck, I suppose. Was it even luck? But like, no, just the, they got the, the breaks yesterday. Yeah. Yes. The sliding doors moments, I've mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, that have gone against Kieran McGinney where a game has been on a knife edge and a man come out the wrong side of it. This time they come out the right side. Let's just talk about Goa's game management though because we, we kind of gave Mayo a bit of stick for it earlier on. Last year in the All-Ireland quarter-final, Galway were in complete control. Yeah. And, you know, we all remember the crossfield pass from Shane Walsh that ended up sparking mm. uh, the comeback from Armagh. Yesterday, they keep the ball for 90 seconds. They're in control. Sean Kelly is hobbling around the pitch he's probably still on the pitch at that stage hasn't been taken off Peter Cook gives the ball across and just carnage hmm. Mernon breaks free over the bar they do earn that last shot but as you said earlier on it, it was a tough a tough free but even for a top team Galway's free taking has been a bit all over the place this year as well yeah. like, like are, are Galway would you be that worried about Galway like I know they've got a big game against Mayo but I'd nearly back Galway to be able to get their season back on track yeah, look, again, you're not writing off teams on the basis of just that game. Yes, I think Galway oh, built up a lot of credit in the bank for what they've done so far mm. this season. But you're right, like the worry, like it's hard to get away from Galway. You're basing this on their forwards being hot. That that Tierney, Walsh, Walsh can hit the heights that we know he's capable of and Comer. And the reality is, I don't like singing it out, lads, but, but Shane Walsh hasn't been playing well. That's, you know, the penalty again, it's... Not a great penalty. Rafferty saves it. A couple of frees. Like, you're basing Galway winning the All-Ireland on Shane Walsh being locked in yeah. and playing to his potential. And Comer the same, playing to his potential. And that's been a bit stop-start across the board. And that's... You know, it's hard to get away from that. You know, if you're, yeah. And Jimmy, you said it. You had a great quote there a couple of weeks ago. We're talking about the depth of squads and that's all great and all that stuff. But the best teams still rely on their biggest players to do the job. That's great having loads of depth and loads of guys around the team, but Kerry are still relying on two or three 
key guys to nail it. So are the dubs, and Galway are no different. We're talking about Galway winning the All on the basis that Walsh lights it up, Comer lights it up, Sean Kelly. Sh- t- Sean Kelly. Yeah, and they probably haven't done that. And there's no two ways about it. That's as much as it's a bad draw for Mayo to have to go to Salt Hill. Galway could have done with winning that group and going straight to a quarter final, particularly like with injuries, knocks to Comer, to Sean Kelly obviously you know, yesterday. That's they, like you know, Sean Mulcair, pigeons, It is absolutely like Sean McCarron uh, would if they could get him back fit. He could be their full back. He will be their future full back. Joyce loves him. He's been there before. That would free Kelly up. He's he's just not obviously right yet. Hasn't been back. Kieran Malloy was back playing club Club football last weekend as well. And then just missing Comer. Like Comer had to be brought off the bench late on against Westmead. He's obviously not right. And they needed him against Westmead. And they needed that red card against Westmead to get over the line. And again at the weekend, it just felt like when they were missing Damien Comer, that fulcrum in their attack just wasn't there. Sean Kelly won the Sean Kelly won the penalty and he scored one one. If they won that game yesterday, it was Sean Kelly who got the motorline. Of course, a team is going to miss Damien Comer. Like, like any, like, it's obvious. Like, Clifford out of Kerry, he's that important to them. Teams, there's no outstanding team in this championship. That is the reality, and we have said that. That's the one prediction we nailed on for the start of the season. There is no team that has the luxury of not having their top players available because. There's, it's so even across the board and taking a Comer out of Galway is a massive blow to them massive blow and if they're missing Kelly against if they're missing Sean Kelly as well as Comer next Sunday against Mayo that is a massive yeah. blow that really tilted in Mayo's favour so it's but teams just can't afford you can manage you can manage those kind of knocks and niggles with the two week break but the fact they have the prelim and then even if they win that a quarter final like, then you're really getting fellas on the table to get them right for, for something else so that that was a bad result for Galway in terms of their minding their their players but I will say that Sean Kelly is an unbelievable operator I think he's, mm. he Rose is a Rose. great player the way he can carry the ball and change direction and actually get scores he doesn't just dish it off and dish, dish, or dish off the responsibility either he wants to get the score but oh, the thing the, uh, you're right about Shane Walsh I, I'd be worried about him because last year he hit a height in the All-Ireland Final which was massive and he could go away then won the club All-Ireland obviously but you still have that pain of the All-Ireland defeat in the back of your head you're kind of thinking that that needs to be remedied do you know and you should have that kind of desire and focus to, to, to rectify that and win it this year and I don't think that seems to be there with him at the moment now, he's the type of fellow who can turn it on at any stage, but at the moment, he doesn't seem to be locked in like the McGuigans or the Canavans or even the Cliffords. Mm. And for someone that just lost in the All-Ireland Final, I find it a little bit surprising because he's an unbelievable player, a great player, unbelievable kicker. But he just needs, if he can improve that, that 10% that, that is there, that he's just not playing, it'll take all the way on to the next level. Whatever about Comer and missing this fella that fella and Comer is huge but Walsh is the man they need him and they need him at, at well, a Walsh, certain level Walsh's ceiling is so high yeah. like his his top form puts him as probably up there with Clifford as the best player in the game like he, he's that good like, when he's he, at it, at it but that's what it, and that's and we're talking about God we, many people like and I was one of these I think they're gen- really, really genuine all-around contenders. It's on the basis that these guys play to their best. And that has to be a worry that they're not. They're not playing to... And you can kind of say, well, we're probably going to win this group. We might get an easier quarter-final. We, we can time this a bit better. That's out the window now for Galway. That is, you need to peak now, next Sunday. That is as big a test as they're going to get playing their, their, their local rivals. So that's... And if he, if he doesn't... And he, this is supposed to pressure the high level sport if, if they don't perform if, if Walsh or Comer's not available or Sean Kelly's not available if they don't perform Galway could be out of the challenge yeah. and I had Galway as my favourites that's the reality but I'm, I'm concerned well, now with the with the injuries and are the, Cork your favourites <laughs> now <don't I>? <laughs> <laughs> no but I fancy them to play well again the weekend team to watch Team to I, watch and Derek Adam player of the year. Jimmy, we'll come, we'll come back to you in five weeks' time. Let's we'll see. We'll do a review. I had, I had uh, moved Galway into number one in the Gaelic football power ranks in the last couple of weeks. There with the go. caveat, it's part of the with problem. the caveat that I expected it to change before the All Ireland final this year. 
Oh, right. I'm going to give a prediction, but I expect it to change. When I'm wrong, I will be changing that. <laughs> yeah, I'll change that I, when I'm wrong. I'll, I'll explain my thinking behind that, and it's oh, what you said do. earlier on. Please do. It's what you said earlier on, Paddy. There are no great teams yet There's at not. the moment. There's no, and and it's it's as you both said there, a great player could inspire their team to win in All Ireland this year. So, and saying that, we haven't mentioned Kerry and Dublin this week. Are we sleeping on how well Conor Callaghan is playing at the moment? One five at the weekend. No, I think there'll be plenty of time to get to those guys. I think it's very difficult to read into Dublin steamrolling in Division Four team and Kerry blitzing loud like loud the kick out thing with loud again we've seen this in the Leinster final it was an absolute car crash against Dublin it was the same yesterday in the first half um, and Kerry put the sword positive without a doubt yeah positive performances from Dublin and Kerry but in terms of long standing um, grand statements on the back of those two wins from yesterday I don't think there's, there's too much to be read into that we'll review them better in the quarter final when they play genuine yeah. opposition and Dublin, I was at the, the Dublin game. Yeah, the scoreline looks great. That first twenty minutes from Dublin was appalling. So yeah, okay, there's plenty of work still to be done. And the same, with Kerry won convincingly. There was a couple of opportunities where they were struggling with loud running at them in the first half again. There's work to be done, but true. If, if you're looking at, at some of the other contenders, Dublin and Kerry have two weeks off and straight to the know, quarter exactly. Final. So that's a positive. That's definitely a positive. They're ending the group stage on an absolute high. Yeah, and like you saw it, like. Clifford again delivers 2-4 I think he got Shawnee O'Shea kicks 1-8 uh, Pawdy's moving well there's just there's a bounce and even the Dublin attack I thought Paddy Small made a big difference mm. Basquiat is again delivering once Basquiat more there's just there's, there's a nice, yeah. but a I nice think fluidity it's, it's, to both of their trending. they're trending in the right direction I agree um, but the only the only oof. benefit the teams get <clears throat> from giving a lower ranked opposition a spanking like that is the forwards get that confidence a forward doesn't care awesome. if he scores 2-4 against Lauder Sligo or Mayo or Galway. He's got the 2-4. Do you know what I mean? Like, you <laughs> bank that confidence and it goes on and on and on. Yeah. So, for the forwards to be racking up those scores, it'll improve them so much as the season goes on. That I think that's the only benefit. You can't look at Kerry, Kerry's performance and say, Kerry, you're back. Or you can't look at, at Dublin's game and think that they're great. Like those games, you can't judge the team, but you can just give confidence to the forwards. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I didn't get predictions off you. Won't be, and you won't, <laughs> and you won't. I'll give a prediction, but I might change it if I'm wrong. <laughs> well, that's yeah. You can just put that on the end of it. That's the power rankings, boys. That's a different method altogether. They're not a predictions model. So we're we're saying all four games are very very difficult to call, right? Yeah, so tough. But this, sort of. they should be. Finally, we're there. We're narrowing yeah. it down. The cream is class. rising to the top. It's going to be sad. Follow on from this weekend's excitement, and I think I think there will be some. But you've happens. got the fear. You yeah. finally got the fear now of going out. Yeah. So even if a team is is three or four points up in a league game or in a round robin game, they could push on and win by ten. Here they're going to be like, right, we're three up. Let's get cagey. And let's try and see it out. You'll have all these things coming in. Like they're all going to be close games. It'll all come down to the wire, I think. But if we are doing predictions, go on, we'll throw them off the crack. God, he's, he's gambling. <laughs> go on, yeah. 100 on red. I, on, I, I think Kildare will win. Any takers? Oh, no. Not for me. Um, I'm going with you with Kildare. I think I think Tyrone will beat Donegal even though it's on a belly buffet Clo- very close game but I think Paddy will win I've been kind of backing Tyrone secretly all year but again I was so unimpressed with them yesterday you saw both teams this weekend so you're, you're in the best position to call this mm, no pressure yeah m- maybe Tyrone but again I'm basing that on hoping that their best players perform who they haven't really been outside of Canavan and they said uh, Colin Kilpatrick yeah, maybe. Yeah, Donegal have improved from where they were at, but yeah, maybe Tyrone. Yeah, that's tight. That's yeah. a tight one. Very tight. Mayo Galway then is so is so too. close. That's toss of a coin almost, depending on injury statuses. But because I have Galway as my favourites for the All Ireland all year, yeah, I'm going to stick with Galway. It's very early in the week to call that game. That's what I'd say. I know, but regardless, I'm sticking with it. Like, if you're if you're a Mayo, the Killing O'Connor scores three six in a club game there at the weekend. Is it too soon? There's no way they wouldn't plan on bring them in for this game. But do they have to bring him in now? 
I'd say he'll be on the panel. Oh, I'd say yeah, he'll be there definitely. in the twenty six. Definitely on the panel. I I just think I just think you take him for five minutes if, if there's a couple of yeah. minutes going again. Yeah, I know, I agree, I agree, but it's that would not have been their plan. It would have been a plan further down the road, but not for, for six days' time. Um I think Galway will win that. Yeah. Their system should cause Mayo too many problems, I think. Yeah. I think that's Do you see even in the in the Kerry Load highlights I that I, I only saw the highlights on Sunday game, but Kerry were taking shots. Clifford kicked two from about forty five. Dermot O'Connor fifty five. Yeah. O'Connor yeah. kicked yeah. it from the other side, same distance. Like they have the long range kickers to even just keep the scoreboard ticking. Mayo don't seem to be yeah. ever able to keep the scoreboard ticking against a defence like that. That's where I yeah. think they might yeah. come I'm, unstuck, I'm, but it's it's very close. It's going to be incredible. I'd love to back Mayo and be different here, but I, I'm just on the evidence of what we're seeing so far. I'm going to go for Galway. And then uh, Roscommon Cork. I'm backing Roscommon to come through that game. Been very impressed by Cork. I think Rossi's they're going to yeah. they're going to deliver on what they've shown us. You're going James. Cork, Jimmy. Your boys at home. My boys. At home. Go on. I'll go Cork. James. Dun- James has done who's Cork. Okay. Ooh. We've got two Tajikistan Cup semi-finals this weekend, lads. I'm not going to say Mead are back, but Mead. Uh-huh. produced a, a good performance <laughs> at the weekend uh, confidence inducing I would say uh, Mead 223 Wexford 12 points on a sunny afternoon in Navan Leash pulled off uh, an exceptional victory away in the Gaelic grounds this game was very very close uh, a kind of calamitous goal laid on never across uh, your own goal man exactly yeah. Limerick defender crossfield pass intercepted back in the net Leash hold on the scenes with Billy Sheen and his players after big win for Leash again credit massive Two massive wins on the road for them. Huge. They've got the bum drop getting down. Who did a, down. did a number on Cavan again? I, I scrap Cavan win the Talda Cup. They're never going to win this competition. If they haven't won it in these two seasons, how sickening for Cavan! They just that just they just felt flat in their flat in their face this year. And the whole year. Yeah. They'd have backed themselves, I would say, in April. Oh, we know they backed they themselves. Yeah. They'd have taken Armagh in that ultra quarter final. They fell short. Consigned to the Talchin Cup again and just been a bad yeah, year very poor very poor stuff and obviously then so we've got Leeson down in the semi-final and we've got Mead up against Antrim Antrim posting 119 against Carlo conceded 115 uh, I've been told of all the quality uh, goalkeepers in Division 4 and there are some quality goalkeepers in Division 4 Darrell Brooks Mark Jackson Michael Byrne the Antrim keeper is one to watch um, he's been absolutely incredible so far this year for them kicks points his kickouts are unbelievable I think he actually went off late on in that game against Carlo. So if he's missing at the weekend, that's a huge boost for Mead. That game obviously has the added addition of Andy McEntee yeah. going back oh. to take down the Mead team that he he managed for six years and up against Colin O'Rourke. So that is going uh, to be Andy a, wouldn't Andy wouldn't be like that, would he? That's going to be a feisty affair. And when Andy McEntee, when the mics were put in front of him in January after his first game in charge of Antrim, the first thing he said was, "How did Mead get on?" Uh, he's, a so, mead, uh, he's a Mead man. He's a Mead man through and through. So. Yeah, absolutely. Aye, so but like, what are you, what are your predictions there? Are we going back to the old nineties classics of Down and Mead in a final in Crow Park? I think I think, I so, think so. That's what it'll be. That'd be a good final, lads. That would be a good final for the Tata Cup. It would be a good final. I think I think offensively, I just think Mead are going to do damage to Antrim's defence. I think Antrim will post scores, but I think that'll be a high scoring game. But I just think Mead Mead are just in the groove up front. Aaron Lynch. Jordan Morris are posting big scores from play. Uh, James McIntyre kicked four or five points from centre forward the last day. They seem to have just clicked. Where's um, that game on? In the last couple of weeks. It's Cro- Boat Croker Park. Oh, yeah. oh. Boat and Croker. So, you yeah. know, it's a big carrot to be there in Croker and get a bit of confidence. So we'll see how that goes. Down or leash, I think down. I've said it early on in the year. I, th- yeah. I thought down were a team to watch. But a big favourite. I think, sure. think down are going to get over the line there. So, uh, we're nearly done, lads. I'm, uh, there's been so much going on this weekend that I'm afraid that we've possibly missed something. But Jimmy needs to get some sleep. To be fair to him, yeah, Jimmy needs some sleep. <laughs> Paddy, yeah. you need you need to take a break after a chaotic weekend. I'm off. Um, I'm off to Italy. Oh, you're away. Lovely. Yeah, I'm gonna miss all this stuff. I'll be watching GA go sitting by Lake Como. Oh, oh, gorgeous. Well, what about that? A bit of stardust, isn't it? That, that is that'd be, that'd yeah. be lovely. Yeah. How long? Five days. I'd have to a week. One of my mates is getting married down in Italy. Has no ah, options. lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, a bit of crack. Yeah, looking you forward to that. Taking holidays in the middle of championship. I've done my hard yards. I leave GA go to to my colleagues for the weekend. But what a platform again! Yeah, phenomenal. <laughs> were you saying? Phenomenal. And I saw you on Instagram or was it Twitter? Were you saying that Michael Murphy looks like Scotty Scheffler? He <laughs> does. Absolute, absolute ringer. Off him. Absolute. Oh, he knows it himself. 
Welcome to 2022. He was getting stopped to ask. He gets asked for photos. People think he's the guy. Jesus. Did, uh, what the chef? The chef did win the Masters. Was that when it kind of everyone kind of. Yeah. Was the Masters or was the Open? It was the Masters, wasn't it? He won the Masters, yeah, 2022. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's when it kind of all came to the fore. Absolute ringer. More of a good golfer as well, to be fair to him. Okay. Yeah, I'd have had him yeah. down for yeah. Not surprised yeah. by that. Not surprised yeah. by that at all. Yeah, Scotty Scheffler. I stayed up for the golf last night, We all did. Yeah, we all did. Great never. Every time I say this, never again. And I keep Paddy. getting suckered in. But like, final word on Rory. Did he do anything wrong? I, I thought he just, he played exceptionally well all weekend. He's waiting for other people to lose. you got to go and win it yourself. And when he does that though, he'd be he, all over the place. He's the equivalent of conceding short kickouts and parking the bus. No, it's not enough, man. Yeah. I was going for it. Like, so close. Do you know what? If you look at Twitter, like, it's... There'll be people like, oh, I don't really like McElroy. Yeah, I don't know. I Ev- love everyone is rooting mm. for McElroy to win. Yeah. Everyone is, and it's... But he, uh, you can tell like he wants the, it so he, bad as well. Yeah. He's been but second you know, so many times, abs- though. But he, he's... The way he was treated, like shafted by the DL Saudis and the PGA, it would have been a lovely one to win so soon after but he how, came out. He, he, he just took that do you line know what, down. Put I it think. to everybody. They've made a foot. They've made an uh, absolute. What can he do? Uh, what can he do? was the spokesperson against it, and next thing behind his back, they just yeah. settled the deal. And then they gave him an interview yeah, straight I, away, going, "How'd you get on there?" Yeah, I'm a bit disappointed. <laughs> I <I'd> say, <laughs> oh, it's, it's not ideal. Oh, I'd say Rory's. I'd say Rory's. A savvy enough operator that there's there's some little deal be done in the background. He'll be looking want to be. He'll be fine. Yeah. But he has that. No, that's what it would have been nice for him to win. He has that new gig going where yeah. they're doing the indoor thing. Do you see that? Indoor golf. Tiger. Crazy guy. <laughs> no, they have this new company. Oh, Pirates Cove. Where you do an indoor event with like a couple of thousand people at it. They drive it onto the screen and then they have like a short indoor course. No. Is this a Vegas thing? It's in the States, but it has huge backers, like all the, all the, did you, did you meet, did you meet Ted Bowley when you're over in Vegas? Were you doing some deals (laughs) over there? Marketing deals, look at him. Jimmy was incredibly quiet. I I told you I got tagged on an Instagram post that was deleted uh, in the middle of the morning. Like you were just, you you kept your phone, I swore I would and I did. I kept my, I kept my promise. Yeah, well played. That's the way to be. Listen, welcome home. Not his first rodeo. Welcome home. Happy birthday, lads! Isn't it lovely to be excited and talking, talking up the football? It is. Ah, it's it magic, is. isn't it? Ah, yeah. love the football. If only the Great refs get sorted now. If the refs got things sorted, I'm going reading that rule book now. So, and if we if we get any guff, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the man to refer. Send that out to me. I'm going to read that on holidays. <laughs> Send that on to me. I'll read that sitting by the lake now next week. Rule Enjoy 20, the break, Paddy. <laughs> Enjoy the break. We'll be back next Monday with the Football Pod. Thank you all for listening in and tuning in. We will speak to you very soon. James, Paddy. Cheers, boys. Ciao.